Welcome to the Everyday Icon Style Podcast, your guide to unlocking your inner icon through the transformative power of style, wardrobe, and closet organization. Join me, your host Tiffany, as we discover your true style potential and elevate your professional presence. Are you ready to unleash the everyday icon within you? Then let's get started. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard for me to find my style? Well, guess what? You're not alone because I've asked myself that question millions and gazillions of times. So today I'm going to help break down a few reasons why we find it hard to find our style. So number one, we've lost touch with the part of us that actually cares. And I think I'm very guilty of this. Over the past few years, we really haven't had to care about how we looked. Prior to COVID, we had to care and we all cared, but we had an opportunity to just be like, give this big sigh of relief, not having to get up in the mornings, not to have to put stuff to outfits together, makeup and hair and the whole nine yards. We could just walk over to our computers and be like, I'm going to just go in and get this work done, knock it out, be done for the day. We kind of tried to care in the beginning a little bit to still show, but as time went on, it was like, you know what? I'm going to just dress halfway decent for the top, but I'm going to keep my pajama bottoms on or my shorts on at the bottom, and I'll just dress up from the top up, right? And God forbid we don't have to be on camera. That's just like, ma'am, let me just get my work done. If it's cold in my house, I can wrap up in a blanket. I can do whatever it needs to be. But now that we're going back into the office, it's like, oh, damn, I have to give a care again. And it's very hard to get out of that, especially if we don't want to necessarily go back to the office. Maybe if we go back, but not on not as, as many days as we say we have to go into the office. And I get why we have to go back, but we still have to some way, shape or form begin to find a way to care. And I think part of that is changing our mind and beginning with small steps and small things to do to change our mind to care. So for me, it might be I got a new watch for my birthday. Um, I've decided, you know, I've gotten into fragrances a little bit. So I smell good. So if I smell this great, then I have to look good too, right? So little things like that will help begin with us caring. It might be even, you know what, I'm going to go in and I'm going to see what I have and what I need. Because as I stated in the last episode last week, we have to figure out what doesn't work for us anymore. And our, our, our wardrobe prior to COVID worked. Now, nine times out of 10, it really doesn't work anymore. And we're kind of caught in a limbo, which it's sort of like, it's just easier not to care. So we have to begin to do and take small steps to make us begin to care again. Even if it's something as simple as a nice piece of jewelry or hair, things of that nature to begin to make us care again. Even if it's something as simple as, and I touched on here a couple seconds ago, getting back into the habit of getting our hair and nails done on a consistent basis, cadence like we used to do, even things like that will help jumpstart, allowing ourselves to care again. 
about caring about getting dressed and showing up at work. Number two, a lack of self-awareness. So in order to find our style, you have to know who you are, but most importantly, you have to embrace who you are. So dressing, I totally believe, starts on the inside. And once you know who you are, you will know how to express it on the outside. So that's kind of doing that inside work. Who are you? Who are you becoming? And I think we are now have time to, because our li- lives have changed, we now have time to think about it because sometimes we've never thought about it. You know, we're more than career professionals. We're more than entrepreneurs. We're more than spouses. We're more than parents. We're more than organization leaders. But who are we? Who are we now? How do we feel? Do we need to heal? What now or some of us because we're going through healing processes? Who is this person now? And we have to begin to embrace that person. And sometimes that person can be scary because it's, but scary in a good way, not scary in a bad way, but scary in a good way because she can be a little bit intimidating because she is the person that we've always wanted to evolve to. But now that we're there, it's like, oh, do I really want to, can I put my toe in? But we have to begin to fully embrace that person on the inside because that person will give us our next level of style and our next level of elevation, evolution in our, not only just in our careers, but just in our whole lives as a whole. And one of the things I like to have people do is just imagine and just sit somewhere quiet, close your eyes and just envision the next highest level version of yourself in the next four to five years. And I want you to take notice of what everything looks like around her. What does her closet look like? What does she do? What are her habits now? Because a lot of this does also come down to her habits as well. What are her goals? And you want to begin to have a conversation with her as she is like your guide. I know this sounds crazy, but it kind of actually works. And you're able to kind of see and begin to see little snippets of it here and there. But how do we get there? You have to begin to become aware of who we are on the inside and no longer ignore that because I always like to say there is somebody on the inside of all of us that is dying to get out and dying to share with the world, but we tend as us in our current state, hold them back. And I can actually say for myself, there are things that I've had put off. It's like, oh, I don't need that. But now I'm becoming self-aware of how Things, the changes that we can't, we don't make or we have to make in order for us to get to that next level version of just our life in general, that we have to make some changes. So the lack of self-awareness and beginning to fully embrace that other person that we're evolving to for our next level. We're scared of being different, which is number three. And we're scared to embrace what makes us unique. So I'm a nerd, I guess you could probably say. I watch the kooky stuff on History Channel. I like Marvel movies. Barbie came out. I'd rather go see Oppenheimer than go see Barbie. I'm that type of person. And I'm becoming okay with that person. 
you don't have to, we have to be okay with just liking, and I'm using those as very simple things, but we have to be okay with liking that. I have to be okay with telling people, yeah, you know what? I like the shows like the food that built America or the machines that built America or the men who like all of that kooky stuff. I like unexplained um, history or whatever they call it or unexplained, you know, like the little sci-fi stuff talking about aliens and things like that. I like that stuff. And that's okay. Like, I don't have to hide that anymore. Like, this is what I watch. This is what I do. But I don't get it twisted. I like a little love and hip hop, a little housewife. Well, not so much housewives anymore, but definitely more like a love and hip hop type person, right? I like listening things like that. And it's sort of like being able to walk to the beat of your own drummer, which can be hard. Because you see everybody else, the mass majority of people, going in the same direction. You don't necessarily want to be left behind. So we kind of kind of join in. And it's uniform, it's conformity, and it's safe. And we have to realize that sometimes playing it safe can kind of hinder us at times. But if you go to the beat of your own drummer you'll be able to embrace and find out the quirkiness things about you that you like and being able to be comfortable in that. And so what if you are maybe going left when everybody is going right? You might be surprised when people say, you know what, she had the courage to go left when everybody was going right. Because a lot of people can't do that. It could say even for me, I moved probably almost 12 years ago now. Do you know how many people would want to actually do that? Just pick up and move and just be like, forget about it. I'm just moving. A lot of people don't do that. Do you know how many people I was reminded last week by a friend who said, do you know how many people want to do YouTube or podcasts, but you've done it no matter how bad it is or how inconsistent you were in the beginning, the fact that you were able to do the say, you know what, I'm not a great writer, but I can speak. I was able to get uncomfortable with being on camera and I enjoy it. Those are the things that make us different and we have to be able to embrace that. And I think years ago, somebody actually said, no, you know, I think you kind of are like a little creative, but not in, not, but creative in a different way. So even exploring, this allows me to explore that while servicing corporate professionals in a way that maybe we haven't been served before when it comes to style, because guess what? Everything kind of looks the same and I am trying to find my uniqueness to help us with building a style that is definitely uniquely ours. So we have to to begin not being scared with embracing what makes us unique and different And I know I kind of got off track with that a little bit, but by doing so, it'll actually make it easier for us to experiment with different looks. So if we struggle with this, you want to ask yourself, how is it that I want to live? Would you rather fit in or would you rather stand out? And nine times out of 10, the people that stand out, the people that we admire, they stand out and do their own thing. 
Now, sometimes it has bad cards. Sometimes it's not the greatest standing out. But they're able to stand on that and accept that and take whatever heat comes with that. Uh, like today, like you could say, like Elon Musk comes to mind when you talk about he took a company that was a great company, but he took it left instead of going right. And even though it's not, we don't feel like it's like the greatest thing, he's still able to stand in it and say, I am doing this. And who knows, maybe one day it might turn out better than what we think, you know, Twitter, it might be Twitter 5.0, a better version. We don't, we don't know, but I'm trying to use this as an example, right? We have to even do that in our own lives. What we have to begin to embrace those quirkinesses. And then what you might find out is you might find out you're a vintage person. If you like old eclectic things, you might like old vintage pieces that definitely nobody has, right? So we have to be able to find and figure that out. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and why there are some, why we find it hard to find our style. Because I find it hard to find mine and I'm in the process of doing that. But I don't think I'm that off. But I know that I, there is a version of me, a style version of me that kind of fits the things that I like. And having to be able to express that and even document that. So you definitely want to stay around because if you are not subscribed to my YouTube channel, why aren't you? Because I will actually be documenting most of that journey over there. The description box is in the link in my bio. So be sure to go over and subscribe to my channel because over the next few months, I don't know how long this process is going to take. I am not going to rush it at all, but I'm going to show you through the process of how I am going to revamp and do my style. And actually, I think the next week's episode on the podcast, I'm going to actually start talking about that. But you want to be to the YouTube channel because that's where most of that content will be happening. So I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Stay healthy, stay safe, and I will talk to you guys next week in the next podcast episode. Bye, guys.